Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Blending in Business podcast. You guys are going to listen to this entire episode for this week. It is so dang good. I interviewed Lita, a real estate agent serving Georgia and North Carolina, and sis is dropping gems, y'all. Okay, she is a full-time entrepreneur, a wife, and a mama doing all the things, but not doing all the things, okay? Tune in to see what I'm talking about. And make sure you share this episode, tag at Blended in Business on social media. Welcome to the Blended in Business podcast, where we talk about all the things uncut, unedited, because we are real, authentic people delivering real, authentic advice. Tune in now. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Blended in Business podcast. I have the extreme, extreme like excitement because I have an amazing guest today. Can we all welcome Miss Lita to the podcast? Hey. <laughs> hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. New year. Ready yes. to rock and roll 2023. Let's do it. All right. So for people, I mean, first of all, Lita's like on social media and I feel like you're a local celebrity at this point, but for those that don't know who you are, please introduce yourself. Yes, my name is Lita Heitch. I'm a real estate agent, real estate coach. I serve both North Carolina and Georgia. Um, so I'm helping people buy and sell um, regarding clients, but then I'm also helping agents increase their visibility and sphere of influence on and off social media. So I do a little bit of everything. That is awesome. So I heard you said that you sell in both Georgia and North Carolina. So how did that come about? Yeah. So when I made the decision to relocate to North Carolina in 2019, um, I had already been serving Georgia for, you know, many years. Right now, it's been about 11 years that I've been serving Georgia. So my sphere of influence and my um, all of my clients and referral base and all of that was still in Georgia. And I just kind of a light bulb went off. And actually, one of my clients forced me to say, you know, you're going to work with me. I don't care where you live. Um, so I had to just start figuring it out. Um, I had to, she was like, she was like, you don't have a choice. And so I was like, okay, you know, I'm not going to play with her. I'm not going to play with God. Let me figure this out. And, and so I did, I, I put together a system that allowed me to be able to continue to help clients buy and sell, um, from North Carolina. And I need to knock on wood, but, um, up until this point, no one has had an issue with me not being there locally. That's, I mean, you have to be amazing to be able to do that. And people like, Hey, I just need you in on this transaction. I don't, you don't have to be here. Like just, just handle it. Right. Right. (laughs) I I think, and you know what, it's funny. I think it's really about, you know, having a concise plan and your presentation. Um, And two, having people, you know, working with your clients, working with the, with folks who like you who get along with you and, you know, trust you to help them, even if they don't see you. I've got probably, I don't know, maybe 40 or 50 clients I've never even met um, just from from helping them from afar. Um, and then, too, having a really good team of people who can kind of stand in the gap and be my hands and feet um, the same way that I would be if I was there. That makes sense. So I love me some ATL, as you know. So what yeah. brought you from Georgia to North, to North Carolina? 
Well, well, to clarify, in case my mama hear this, I'm from Kansas. Oh, that's that's right. <laughs> Originally, that's but and I graduated from Wichita State University. Go Shockers! But it's gonna call you like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you are not from Georgia. Don't yeah, do that. why you out here lying to these folks? <laughs> <laughs> but but I did live in Atlanta for ten years. I, I say my entire adult life was in Atlanta. Um, that's where I had my babies and you know started my business and all these great things. So. It's so funny. The story of moving to North Carolina is a very simple and Sagittarius one. Um, (laughs) I was here visiting my uncle and it was a bunch of trees and, you know, there wasn't any traffic. And I just told my husband, I was like, hey, want to go look at houses? And he was like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) And we ran across a new construction that really had a dream property, um, like it was a dream floor plan based off of stuff that we had pillow talked about over the years. And I was like, you want to put in an offer? And he was just like, okay. Cause he's married to a Sagittarius. So he kind of has I to love just fall understand, in line. He understands like the assignment every <laughs> time because I too. And so we just have to keep our husbands in prayer that they, they we have to keep them listening in us. and you know what we went under contract so then I had to go home and you know I mean it was a new construction so I had time but I had to put my house on the market he he was already working from home and um you know we moved I mean it really wasn't a grand plan like a relocation or a job it was just like you're like I like it here so let's go Mm -hmm. let's go (laughs) I love that that would be totally something I would do and because all of our businesses can't just pick up and leave yet. Yeah. The reason why I'm still in North Carolina and Lou knows that. He's like, you know, yeah. if this could move, I already know we'd mm-hmm. be somewhere else. So for the. On the water. <laughs> yes. For his don't, don't, yeah. don't be surprised if you find me on the water in a couple of years, if I can figure that out. That's it. Figure that out. I will join you because I too plan to be on the water at some point. So yes. I'll be right there. Okay. Right. So <laughs> what has life been like since being in North Carolina? You know what? I was really, really um, nervous. Like after I got out of the the high of being, you know, in this perfect house for myself or whatever, for my family, um, I was kind of nervous about the fact that, you know, we didn't have community or we didn't, we hadn't built a community. Um, but it's crazy, you know, people like you and other women that I've met in North Carolina, I feel like it's such a community place like everyone is for everyone um a lot of the women that i've met and connected with have really been invested in helping seeing me grow and it's crazy that the majority even though i still sell primarily in georgia the majority of my business has been from you know other women that know me and connect with me on and off social media um and then you know i've joined local groups and local mom groups and just all the things and so um what was scary at first has become really, really beautiful because I feel like I've made and created some really dope, deep friendships in the, you know, just a few years I've been here. So I'm loving it. And my husband is loving the traffic. He's loving the the lack of traffic. (laughs) Exactly. You can actually get to where you need to be on time. Yes. And he reminds me so often, like on a Saturday of all the things we accomplished and was like, we would have had to break this into like four weeks. (laughs) Isn't it crazy? And I mean, that is so, he's right. I mean, I I go to Atlanta for business and I legit will park my car and pay for that parking at that hotel mm-hmm. and walk everywhere because I refuse yeah. to be in that mess. Cause they'll say like, Hey, it'll take 10 minutes to walk or 30 minutes to drive. I'm like, right. How does to that drive across the street. 
Yes, it's crazy. Okay, so you are married. You got some cute kiddos. So tell us how it is being an entrepreneur, wife and mama all at once. Man, I be tired. Okay, but to be honest, um, I feel like the way that I'm doing it makes it feasible for me to do it all. Um, when I first got into real estate, my plan was, you know, I'm, I'm all, I've always been a planner. So I planned like the first kid, the, you know, I'm getting married, I get the house, I get this, I get that. And so I was that way with real estate. I was like, hey, I want to start a family. Um, I was in social services nonprofit. It was a very stressful, emotionally taxing job. And so I said, you know, I want to get into something that I can do that I enjoy and that I can have a little bit more flexible schedule. Um, And so a lot of real estate agents will tell you that you really work more than 40 hours a week because a lot of folks are working all day, all night, all weekend. Um, But I don't operate in that space. I've never really operated in that space. And so um, my story is very different from most real estate agents. I set boundaries in regard to the time. And I'm always going to be accountable. I'm always going to follow up, but I'm not going to talk to you all night long, right? Exactly. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to talk to you, I you know, five, four or five o'clock in the morning because there's nothing really that I can do on my own at four or five in the morning. Lenders are not open. Attorneys are not open. Um, and so text me, you know, leave me a message, primarily text me. And as soon as I'm operating, I'm on it, right? I'm going to yeah. make sure that I'm taking care of you and protecting your interests, but I still have to protect my peace and protect the space that I have for myself and for my kids. Um, And then also the fact that most of my business is in another another state, um, that's even increased my flexibility. So that means, you know, I do a lot of work in my pajamas. So, you know, it really, it really works out. I'm able to be at kids' schools. I'm able to, I'm not going to sit up here in line and say I'm able to cook dinner every night. My husband does most of the cooking. But, but I am able to, and, and Clemency Cleaning Crew does most of the cleaning. But, <laughs> but I will say that I'm able to play games and help with homework and do hair and, you know, attend spelling bees at school. And so I, I, I'm grateful for the flexibility of that, you know, the way I do real estate has provided me. I love that. And I feel like the pandemic has kind of like brought this whole like, oh, bright light turned on for entrepreneurs that, oh my gosh, I can set boundaries. And absolutely, people like you and I, like we are boundary queens. So mm-hmm. we've been doing this <laughs> from day one. And now it's like, it's okay to the, like the consumer now actually gets it. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Well, I understand you don't respond immediately. But right. prior to that, they just had to wait. I mean, mm-hmm. in the middle of the night nothing so nothing. leave your mm-hmm. message if you feel inclined but I'll get back to you when the operating hours are up and running absolutely absolutely <laughs> absolutely you know and the thing about it is I, I remember a time and I never experienced it um, but I would hear people say you know I feel like if I don't answer right away then they're gonna you know they're not they're gonna leave or they're gonna walk away but I'm a very strong believer in working with people who want to work with me Absolutely. I never want to, especially as an entrepreneur, I never want to feel like, and I, and I'm not, to, not to say that I'm not experienced, you know, being, working with someone that I didn't care to work for. Um, but I'm super intentional now about attracting dream clients so that I'm not stuck <laughs> working with someone that I can't stand and can't stand me just to get them to the closing table. Cause all money is not good money. Right. Amen. That is and so, so <laughs> and so if we're not vibing, I'm happy to do a referral. Like I, I'm more than happy to do it. I don't have to do all things. Um, Listen, because- and 
entrepreneurs mm-hmm. referral like refer them out you yeah. all money's not good money it's okay Absolutely. to the mind is so much more important than mm-hmm. just keeping them on just to get this money man it's- everything is not for you everyone is not for you no what's um, for you what's for you and let that be mm-hmm. yep and every deal is not going to make or break you right and so you don't want to have a deal that's going to potentially give you bad referrals because you had such a horrible relationship exactly that could quickly I'd rather be like all right bye-bye you somebody's (laughs) gonna take real good care of you (laughs) yep sit them right on their way (laughs) so what is your biggest tip when attempting to do all the things even though we both know you don't do all the things but what's the tip when attempting to do so yeah so I think balance just really creating balance um and just I tell people to t- make checks and balances every single day. You know, some people do checks and balances at the beginning of the year and at the end of the year. Um, and I literally do checks and balances every day, sometimes every week. But I get up in the morning um, and after I've done my meditation and my fasted cardio or whatever, whatever I've done, I've, you know, made a decision. Hey, what is it that I want to accomplish today? What is it that I didn't get done tomorrow that I maybe want to add to the list? And I do time blocking, time management, and I really am intentional about um, making sure that the life I'm creating is meeting both my financial needs, but also, you know, my personal mental health, um, spiritual needs as well. And I think if people do that, um, then they can figure out a way to balance it all, you know, and I know it's everyone doesn't have that luxury when they're not entrepreneurs, maybe they have a nine to five. But I tell folks, you know, some folks try to do real estate and, you know, do another job. You've, you've got time, right? So it's, right. maybe it's waking up a little bit earlier. Maybe it's staying up a little bit later. You know, you don't have to carve out an hour or two. It could be 15 to 20 minutes. But really um, taking inventory of what it is you want, what it is you need, and not just business-wise, but personal too, and really re-looking at that on a daily basis. Yes, I'm a huge fan of time blocking. That is like the saving mm-hmm. grace around here for sure to get things yeah. done. <laughs> Including this podcast is time blocked. (laughs) Yes, yes. I time blocked you. (laughs) Yes. All right. So let's talk about the ups and the downs of real estate. You got like some 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 stories, some tea, the good, the bad, the all the things. Girl, I feel like if I start telling stories and start sharing this podcast, folks is gonna know I'm talking about that. (laughs) But Uh, I will say this. (laughs) Let's let's make broad state. Yeah, I'm going to make a broad statement because the, the most recent down was like the six property portfolio I just did. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I post when I posted it, I said that it was very hard and it was very, very hard. Um, but what I'll say. Imagine that's- and it's and it, you know what? It was so many moving parts that I feel like when you're able to do your job effectively, then you're fine. But when you've got so many people kind of intertwined. Um, it makes it difficult for you to to operate the way that you know how. I'm going to leave it at that because I'll get on a tangent on that one. And we'll be here till tomorrow. Okay. So I will bo- say- <laughs> take the soapbox away. <laughs> yeah, I'll put the soapbox away. But I will say a down for people to expect, um, you know, especially any new agents or people considering real estate. I've talked about time management and setting boundaries. But also, um, I think it's good to set up expectations up front for both yourself and for your clients. Um, I hear people say all the time, I want to get into real estate because I love to see beautiful houses. Um, but you're going to get burnt out on showing beautiful houses all day to people who can't afford a beautiful, you know, 
mobile home or or one bedroom, you know, kind of like you can't you can't show million dollar houses because you think it's fun um, without these pre-approvals. So I want to say one of the biggest downfalls is, you know, a lot of clients um, want you to meet them where they're at or don't really want to meet you where you're at. They want you to go do go above and beyond for things that they don't even they're not even prepared to pay for. Um, which is why I think that people have to upfront have conversations with their clients and say, hey, this is what I can do for you, but this is what you have to do for yourself first um, and really hold them accountable for being prepared for what it is they're asking you to do. Um, otherwise, you're wasting your time, you're wasting their time, and you're creating super bad energy between you and the folks that you're trying to connect with. Um, true. The good thing about real estate and the reason why I think everyone should get into it, um, if they can, even if it's from an investing point, is that there's no glass ceiling, right? And there's so many houses and so many people wanting to buy and sell that, you know, I have so many real estate friends that there's enough out here for all of us. Um, and even if you don't want to help people buy and sell, if you want to buy and sell yourself, um, there's really no glass ceiling. And I feel like every year um, my income increases and my time increases, you know, because for me, I'd, I'd prefer to have the time more so than the money. But having them both kind of go up just because I entered real estate, something I would have never been able to do in social services, um, is, is a blessing. So, um, you know, let's break through the glass ceiling. Let's all get in here and start yeah, selling these honey. properties. You know what? And I start really getting love. these coins. Yes. And getting this time back. Yes. Right. And I love that. I see that you have so many like friends and just people in your network that are also real estate agents and mm -hmm. you're just so genuine with them. And it's not like a cattiness or, a, you know, this is mine. This is yours type of thing. Like you get, you're, you genuinely like care and oh, show yeah. up and you support them. You post their stuff. You, you know, you just show love to them too. Yeah. Even if they serve the same market that I serve. Yeah. Um, I see because... that too. And I love that. Like there's no you know, bad will or anything with you guys. And I love that about you. Girl, yeah, everything, you know, what's for you is for you, like we said earlier. Um, and so I don't have any problem posting about people who serve my market, who who others would consider as competition. Someone's actually said that to me before. Like, how do you feel so comfortable posting your competition? Because I don't see it as competition. My clients are my clients, their clients are their clients. And if someone, you know, happens to see their stuff and decide that they would like to pursue a business relationship with them over me, then that wasn't for me. Exactly. And I'm strong about that. And then too, um, when you were talking about, you know, my relocation here, I had so many real estate agents, one in particular, um, I'm going to shout her out. Her name is Carmesia with CKG Realty, but she provided me with so much information. Um, and I wasn't a new agent, but I was new to the area contractors and lenders and I mean just a really detailed list of ways that really improved my business she didn't know me from a can of paint you know that's, she knew that's I so awesome market that she, she served but she great. did and she's a busy woman like boss <laughs> broker owner and she she took out time to do that and I love her forever for that but just you know having folks in your in your circle whether it's business professionals or clients but that who really want to see you win it's just a blessing. And for me, yeah. I feel like I have to give back. Yeah. And I feel like when people do that, they're automatically blessed anyway. So there's no oh, competition. Yeah. It's like, no what's competition for me, what's for them, for them. Like <laughs> you learn something, share it with someone else. Just holding on to it's not going to do anything for, I mean, you just have it inside. Share it with someone mm -hmm. else. You'll be more blessed. Absolutely.
Okay, so I mean, I feel like you've given a lot of advice, but what would be one or two key pieces of advice for those that are looking to become an agent or broker? Um, So I would say, you know, first thing you want to do, depending on where you're at, is to look up your real estate commission and find approved schools. Um, That's the first thing you want to do, because I feel like, you know, a lot of people think that they want to do it, but until they really start taking the classes, they may be like, eh, you know, I don't know if this is for, for me after <laughs> all. So look up your local commission. If you're in North Carolina, your North Carolina Real Estate Commission. So the next thing you want to do is connect with a broker. Connect with the broker that's going to meet your needs personally. So, you know, there's no perfect broker. There's no one broker that's the best. But you want to meet, meet with one who's going to, you know, support your goals, support your lifestyle, support what it is that you want out of the business and what it is that you need um, from a broker. And after that, you know, soak up YouTube, soak up anything that you find on social media, connect with other local agents, local uh, real estate providers like lenders and attorneys, and then just really take the opportunity to grow authentically and make sure that you're connecting with dream clients, being yourself, and not really trying to be a real estate agent that you've seen on TV, but a real estate agent that that's most like you. So just, just be you, show up as yourself, and grow your business. That's awesome. I love that. I hope you guys are all soaking this in because sis is dropping all the gems. Okay. So this is a question I love to ask on the podcast. What brings you joy? You know what? (laughs) There's a lot of things, but if I had to pick one thing, I would say peace. Um, Just really feeling comfortable and peaceful within myself, with my family, um, with the work that I do. And, you know, I think that if there's so many things that I, I could go on for days about joy, but I think that peace is probably one of the biggest things that sparks joy for me. I love that. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for being I love this episode. Okay. So tell everyone where they can find you. Plug all the things. Yes, ma'am. All the things. So where I primarily post and where you'll get the most content and where you can probably connect with me the fastest will be on social media at live love list on IG. Um, Also, you can find me at live love list on YouTube. If you want to find some YouTube videos about becoming a new agent, ways to increase your visibility and sphere of influence online. My website, if you want to search for properties in Georgia, litaheich.com. In the triad area, litaheightstriad.com. And, you know, anything else, you can send me by email at litaheight at yahoo.com. Awesome. Thank you for being here. Yes, thank you for having me. All right, guys, that's another episode. Bye. Bye.